Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Moving to Florida show. I am your host, Judson Osmond, along with co-host Mohit Badlani. And uh, yeah, thanks for joining us here on the Moving to Florida show. Mo, how are you today? Good. How are you, Judd? I'm doing good, man. We're uh, we're a little bit overdue for a market update, I feel. Yeah, it's been a while since we did one of these. Yeah, I, I still think that quarterly is probably the way to go. Um, you know, it, the episodes are very short when we just do the monthly ones. We were doing them kind of as bonus episodes back in 2020, right. uh, the monthly real estate update. But then uh, apologies, guys, but we tend to get slammed at times as real estate agents. So <laughs> we ended up running a few months behind on them. And it's just uh, it, it is there is a lot of work that goes into putting these podcast episodes out. So um, I think quarterly is is the way that we'll <laughs> to go, and we'll keep doing it. But yeah, I did look up the other day, and I went, "Oh, I think we're overdue for one." It is uh, <laughs> it is the beginning of August here as we record, so we're going to go over the second quarter of 2021, uh, April, May, and June. Give you guys uh, the latest on what's going on in the real estate market here in Florida. Sounds good. Sounds good. Some exciting stuff coming up here. It has definitely been a, an interesting real estate market this year. We have seen some some unique things going on for sure. <laughs> for sure. Some of these numbers are just wonderful. <laughs> I was going to say staggering, but okay, wonderful. Staggering. We'll go with that. Uh, so yeah, guys, we're going to do April, May, and June, and then uh, stick around at the end. We'll we'll kind of um, you know go through our thoughts on what's going on in the real estate market right now, kind of what we've seen over the last few months uh, being you know real estate's on the ground here in Central Florida. So so stay tuned for that as well. But uh, with that, Mo, you ready to go? Let's do this. All right. Well, I will take April to, to get us started. So, you know, we are going a few months back. Of course, here we are in August. We're going all the way back to April. But to let you know what went on in April, um, closed sales of single family homes statewide in April totaled just over 33,000 homes, uh, which was an increase of 55.4% year over year. That sounds like a huge increase, granted, but it is important to note that um, we're comparing this to, to April 2020, which was the first full month of the pandemic here in Florida. So sales were definitely down, you know, in April of 2020 that we're comparing to. Um, then over on the the condo and townhouse uh, side, there were a total of 17,300, uh, which was a 131 percent increase. So huge increases in both of these. But uh, like we said, you know, we're we're looking comparing to April of 2020. So one way that we can get a better sense of the longer term trend of sales growth is to instead compare this to um, the April sales figure from April of 2019, which was a relatively typical year from the housing market. Uh, that's a quote from Florida Realtors Chief Economist, Dr. Brad O'Connor. Uh, he said, if you calculate the percentage change in sales from April of 2019 to April of 2021, you'll find that there was a two-year percentage increase of over 23%. So we are seeing positive growth in sales here. There are still, you know, more sales than there were in 2019 uh, in the same month, but uh, you know, not not that hundred and something percent, you know, hundred and fifty four percent that we saw, uh, you know, versus April of 2020. Um, now the statewide median sales price is something a little bit different. Um, you know, the the median sale price never dipped. It didn't change due to the pandemic, or at least it didn't, you know, decrease due to the pandemic. Um, I don't remember what the number was, but I know in past episodes we've talked about uh, how many you know consecutive months that the median sales price in Florida has been going up. Yeah. So that median sales price for uh, single family existing homes was three hundred and thirty six thousand five hundred and twenty five, which was a twenty two point four percent increase from the previous year. 
I can remember doing one of these episodes a year ago and it hit 300,000 for the first time. Yeah, we were kind of excited about that too. And and here we are, yeah, 336,525, the median sale price for uh, a single family home. Uh, All of this data, by the way, guys, this is from the Florida Realtors Research Department uh, in partnership with the local realtor boards and associations. So that that is another reason it takes time to compile all of this uh, information is, you know, Dr. Brad O'Connor that we mentioned a moment ago is compiling all this information from the different uh, MLS and realtor boards and different, you know, companies throughout the state. They have to compile all this data and put it together Mm -hmm. before they can actually put these reports out. Um, Now, back to the median sales price over on the condo and townhouse, um, the median sale price was $250,000, which was a 19.6% year over year increase as well. And the median, by the way, is um, basically half of the home sold for more, half of the home sold for less. Um, now then, as far as supply, uh, active listings did continue to tighten up in April. Uh, single family existing homes were at a very low 1.1 month supply and the condo and townhouse uh, inventory was at 2.3 months of supply. Then as far as um, uh, mortgage interest rates, according to Freddie Mac, the interest rate for a 30 year fixed rate mortgage averaged 3.06% in April of 2021, which was actually significantly higher, or excuse me, significantly lower than the 3.31% uh, during the same month a year earlier. All right. Looks like we had a really good April, didn't we? <laughs> it was it was definitely a wild month. You know, if we think yeah. back to April, uh, that was when kind of things really started getting crazy. That's when, yeah. you know, things started going uh, $20,000, $30,000 over uh, asking price. People were waiving appraisals and stuff like that. All of that was yeah. really starting to kick up in April. Yep. I think it's also due to the fact that it was spring break time up north and... Who else, where else will they go? They come down to Florida. They see our home prices and they tend uh, tend to sell down here. All right, we'll jump right into May now then. Uh, there's a big headline for May. Good news. Inventory rises slightly in May. Uh, <laughs> it's slightly. It didn't go up that much. But slightly, slightly, but, went but up. inventory growth is good. I mean, that's what we were yes, looking for is. for a long time was more listings coming on market. Absolutely. Absolutely. So close sales of single family homes statewide in May totaled nearly 31,000, uh, which is up about 58% year over year. Existing condo townhouse sales totaled 15,491, up 155.2% over May of 2020. The statewide median sales price for a single family uh, existing home was 344,900. 345,000. That's a big jump from the month that before. Is a big jump from the month before, which is up uh, almost 28% from the previous year. Uh, last month, statewide median price for condos and townhouses units were uh, through 250,000, up about 24.1% over the, over the year, uh, over a year ago figures. According to, uh, Florida Realtors, a chief economist, Dr. Brad O'Connor, who we mentioned earlier, uh, May's housing data offered insight into market trends. He said, quote, Florida's inventory of existing single family homes listed for resale increased slightly over the course of the month, rising from 31,618 as of the end of April up to 32,021 by May 31st. He said, while that's only a like 
just 1% increase, it's significant because this is the first time uh, Florida single family inventory has increased during any month since March of 2020. So this is the first time in over a year that we had a that slight increase in inventory. Yeah. yeah, it also comes in the heels of a, a very slight month over month statewide decline of just 40 single family active listings which is inventory uh, from March to April. So that's, you know, consecutive months where the state single family inventory has been, you know, relatively stable. All right. Of course, we're still down 58.2% from a year ago. Uh, so by no means we're out of the woods in terms of housing shortage, but housing shortage, but we can at least take this flattening inventory curve as a sign that we might finally be at a starting point of uh, a long march back towards a balanced market. I'm waiting for a balanced market. Man. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, so yeah, so we're, we are starting to see a little bit of inventory come back in, in, that's right. uh, in May, which is what we've been looking for. That's right. Uh, on the supply side of the market, inventory, which is active listings, uh, remained tightly constrained in May. Uh, Single-family existing homes, existing homes were at a very low 1.1 month supply, while condo and townhouse inventory was uh, two months of supply. According to Freddie Mac, the interest rates for a 30-year fixed rate uh, mortgage was 2.96 in May of 2021. Down from down from three point two three average during the same month of a year earlier, which is also a drop from last uh, from the previous month, which is April. Uh, April went up a little bit, and then it took a little bit of a dip in uh, in May. Um, yeah, yeah, we were expecting it to continue climbing up the interest rates, but no, uh, it went went the other way around. <laughs> they went back the other way indeed. And and I'm hearing today that they may be going down again. So who knows? <laughs> Crossing our fingers because me and you are purchasing a home. We want the interest rates a little lower. Amen. <laughs> Historic lows. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> All right. All right. So moving on to June of 2021, um, I have a quote here from Florida Realtors President Cheryl Lambert. She said that new listings for single family existing homes in June rose 21.6% year over year, while new listings for condos and townhouse properties increased 10%. However, while Florida Realtors data shows that new listings have remained at a fairly typical numbers, even throughout most of the pandemic, it hasn't been at the levels needed to keep up with the greater buyer demand. So basically what I'm hearing here is in June, we had more listings uh, coming on market, but we've still got a lot of homes uh, selling as well. Yes. <laughs> so they're, they're selling faster than they can come on market. Right. Yes, indeed. Uh, closed sales of single family homes statewide in June totaled 34,165, which was up 23.6% year over year. And in the condo and townhouse segment, sales totaled 16,155, which was up 79.6% over June of 2020. All right. The statewide median sales price for a single family existing home in June was 351000 up 24.5% from the previous years. Uh, last month's statewide median for condo and townhouse units w was 256945 up 22.4 over the year, uh, over a year ago figures. Uh, Florida Realtors Chief Economist, Brad, Dr. Brad O'Connor, again, <laughs> Uh, points out that the recent 
data trends indicate the ratio of buyers to sellers may finally be easing a bit. <laughs> so he quoted over over in a single family category, 31% of closed sales were all cash in June uh, compared to 19% a year ago and 22.4% in 2019 people got a lot of cash out there <laughs> that's right yeah he mentioned that over the last few months uh the share of closed sales that are all cash purchases has definitely been on the rise so um yeah in the single family category 31 percent compared to 19 percent a year ago there are definitely a lot more cash buyers on the market I, I think we've both seen this as well right absolutely absolutely and the last time florida had more than 31 percent in single family cash sales was june of 2015 Wow, that was uh, it seems like a, it was just yesterday, 2015, but really it's about six years ago. <laughs> right, right. And I think even in 2015, you know, they were still working through probably the last of like the foreclosure inventory that, right. you know, came from the foreclosure crisis years previous to that. A lot of that was still, you know, going on and probably a lot of those were going to cash buyers, I would imagine. Yeah, so it's probably at the tail end of the uh, of the foreclosure market. Yeah. Yeah. So according to uh, Dr. O'Connor, the current rise in cash sales as a percentage of closed sales is really tied to two factors. Um, And he said the first was a bit of a technicality. So he said that this year, the higher end sales have made up a greater uh, share of closings than in previous years. And those types of sales are historically much more likely to be all cash sales. About 56% of single family sales over a million dollars in June were all cash. So yeah, I mean, we've got these, these, million dollar plus sales that are coming in all cash. This is people with money moving in from more expensive places like California and, you know, the New York Metro, things like that. That's right. where that money's coming in from. And those, those people are buying, you know, million dollar plus uh, houses. Uh, sorry. So Dr. <laughs> yeah, cash. So Dr. Connor continued, um, that's actually not much different than last June share, which was about 55%. Uh, but since luxury sales are a greater share of overall sales this year, that's pushing up the overall cash sale. So basically what he's saying is we've got a lot more, you know, luxury million dollar plus home selling this year. And about 50% of those, you know, purchases tend to be cash sales. So that's pushing the overall number of cash sales up as well. So the other factor is a rise in the percentage of single family home sales paid in cash in price tiers below 400,000. So this is really, I think what we've seen a lot in our area, this indicates a rise in investor activity. So of course, Florida realtors will be watching these numbers closely. So yeah, a lot of, a lot of cash buyers out there buying up new investment properties for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I think we, we both, both are seeing that uh, with investors they are buying up in cash. And uh, I think we're also seeing a huge influx of uh, uh, like these big hedge funds coming down here and buying, snapping up all these uh, uh, $400,000, $500,000 homes and, and renting them out at, at crazy rental numbers. And I mean, our rental numbers down here, I know we don't talk about rentals too much, but they're through the roof too. Um, even what they're charging uh, tenants is, is over a dollar a square foot. Yeah. Yeah, rents have definitely been climbing as well, for sure. Um, we'll have to check and see if that's something that Florida Realtors tracks. Maybe we can uh, get some data on that uh, as well for a future episode. Yeah, absolutely. And then on the supply side of the market, inventory, which is active listings, remained extremely tight in June. Single-family existing homes were at a very low 1.2 months supply, while condo and townhouses were at a 1.8 months of supply. And interest rates, uh, according to Freddie Mac, uh, the interest rates for a 30-year 
fixed rate mortgage averaged at 2.98 in June of 2021, uh, down from 3.16 averaged in the same month a year earlier, which is, I mean, about the same of the uh, of what it was in May. So May and June practically were about the same. Right. Yeah. Yeah. About the same. So, so that's it. That's our quarterly uh, wrap up. So April, May, and June of 2021. Um, do let us know guys, if you, if you like this format or if you would like us to go back to doing the month to month, you know, maybe if we get enough feedback from you guys, we could do that as well. Um, put, put a little uh, more pressure on our, on my editing partner, Mo here. <laughs> <laughs> no problem at all. <laughs> yeah, there you go, guys. So, so let us know. Let us know, uh, Mo. Before we do the wrap up, man, let's uh, let's kind of chat about you know where we're seeing the market right now, what we see going on, and and where we think we're going maybe for for the next quarter. Right. So, um, I, I think one thing that I've definitely seen personally is it seems like there are less buyers on the market. Um, I know personally, I've had a couple of buyers I was working with that you know over the last few months at some point just kind of threw in the towel. They said, "Look, we're just going to rent again. It's just it's too tough to get an offer accepted." You know, we're having to offer ten, twenty thousand dollars over the asking price. We're having to to either at least cover some gap in appraisal, or maybe even you know, sellers are asking for waived appraisals, and it's just it's too much. Uh, I think right. a lot of buyers did that. They just said, "Enough. I'll, I'll try to buy again later." You know, right. have you seen the same? I uh, I have. I've seen the buyers uh, get a little frustrated with this market, which I mean, I can understand, especially the first time home buyers or or you know, families that have a tighter budget. You know, they 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 can't really compete with some of these cash buyers that we're seeing uh, and so can't compete with someone that has extra forty, fifty thousand dollars to throw down on a house. Um, I'm actually um, interested in see how appraisals will look in a year from now. Uh, I know uh, people are just waving them here. And I mean, it's it sometimes makes sense to wave because, you know, you see the value of, of the home. And then sometimes it really makes no sense why anyone's waving sure. appraisal. So, uh, and as realtors, we have to do the right thing and let them know, okay, this is the the good, bad, and the ugly of, of doing an appraisal and not doing an appraisal. Uh, obviously, if they're getting a mortgage, they're going to need one from the bank because the bank's not going to loan them more than they need. <laughs> so, um, just be careful of that stuff. Just be, uh, and, and a lot of my buyers have become really, really scared of what the appraisal will come back. And they, if they have to cough up 40, 50 grand uh, to come up with that gap. Um, so I tell them, Hey, if you're, if you're afraid of doing that, especially on a turnkey home and ready to go home, then, um, I mean, as, as a, as a realtor or as a friend of theirs, or as uh, someone who advises them, uh, to, you know, just wait a little while, maybe things will get better. Maybe things won't. I don't like to discourage anyone from buying their first home. Uh, I, I know, a, a everybody that we work with, we don't discourage anyone from buying their home, but uh, sometimes you just have to let them know the truth. Hey, you may not be able to purchase here in Orlando or in the immediate um, suburbs. You may have to go a little bit further out to get your price range, which they understand. Okay. If I can, if I go out to maybe uh, 30, 40, 45 minutes, yeah, it'll take me longer to get to work, but I'll get the house that I like. Yeah, for sure. That's where you spend the most time. Um, yeah. well, well, hey, on the other side of that, you know, we talked about uh, buy. You know, some buyers pulling out. There's a little less buyers on the market. Uh, at the same time, 
it does seem that we're getting a little bit more inventory, a little bit more listings coming on market as well. So, I mean, how does that all play together? If you got more inventory and less buyers, then, you know, listings are going to sit on the market a little bit longer. You're not going to have as many of the bidding wars with things going, you know, way over asking price. The, The sellers may say they want waived appraisals, but that doesn't mean that they're going to get it. And they may, you know, end up accepting an offer that has a normal appraisal contingency. I mean, that comes with what we said earlier, a balanced market, you know, that's, that's where it is. So, I mean, guys, if you're not familiar with with what we were talking about there, when we say a balanced market right now, we're in a very strong seller's market. So the sellers basically can, you know, they put it out there and they get what they want within reason, you know, that's why they're, you know, the sellers are asking for waived appraisals or very short inspection periods and, and all of these things, because when they get, you know, 10 or 12 different offers on the home that they put up for sale. It's not all about price. Of course, the price is a very important factor, one of Mm -hmm. the most important factors, but there's a lot of other things that can play into it to make a strong offer. So they're looking at all of these different things. So we're, we're in a strong seller's market right now, but we have been in a buyer's market in the past and in the past, you know, buyer's market, it's very rare for listings to go for their asking price. You, you put it up for that, you know, you put your price on it, but you see what kind of offers you get. Um, so definitely wouldn't say that we're moving into a buyer's market, but we are, I think, starting to get to a market where it's going to be a little more comfortable for buyers over, I'd say over the next quarter, things are going to be a little more comfortable for buyers as we have more inventory and less buyers on market. I I think these uh, price spikes that we've seen in some areas, we're going to see less of that. Right. Something I also noticed is I was getting alert after alert on my phone and, you know, like flyer after flyer from other realtors saying, hey, we just dropped the price. We just dropped the price. We just dropped the price. And I'm sitting there looking. It's like, what did they, how much did they drop? What did they drop? And where do they drop? So, uh, I mean, they were in the luxury areas or the high ticket areas where they, the seller said, you know, let's put it up for $100,000 more than it's worth. And then they realized that it's sitting on the market. 35, 40, 50, 60 days. And they're like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. I thought this was a hot seller's market. You still have to price it right, guys. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You still have to price it right. Maybe it'll go up 20, 30, 40,000 if it's that uh, that well maintained. There's a lot of factors that go in. But uh, putting it up for another additional $100,000 more than your house is worth, people are smarter than that. So for sure, uh, for sure. Especially as someone who's advising, you'll be like, Hey, this house is, is, is uh, listed at a hundred thousand more than it should be. So that's why it's sitting there that much more. Uh, uh, so if you're a seller out there and thinking about selling their home, still price it right. I mean, your buyers will come and if it's priced right, you're going to get multiple buyers. That's right. And that's how you end up going over the asking price is because you you have multiple, you know, offers. Because if you're, you know, if you're sitting out there, like Mo said, for 60, 90 days, and then, you know, you get somebody that makes an offer, they know you don't have 10 other offers that they're competing with. Exactly. Exactly. All right. But I do see, like you said, I do see a trend of uh, inventory coming back a little bit. You're, you're sitting at 1.2, which is nothing. <laughs> yeah. I think a, a good healthy market would be around six months. I think we've talked about that in the past. So a six month yep. inventory would be a good healthy market. That means the buyers get to buy the homes that they want and sellers get to sell their home at the price that they want. So um, I, I see that happening within the next quarter, maybe two. 
We're getting there. Yeah. <laughs> so you hear well, that all you guys looking to move to Florida, it is getting a little bit easier. We're, we're moving out of this uh, crazy, crazy market that we were in earlier this year, getting to a little more level, a little more balanced. You don't have to, to give them everything in the kitchen sink to get the house. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Another thing I've seen, uh, I don't know if you've seen this too, with uh, new construction, um, new construction prices are, are still climbing up crazy numbers. I don't know why, but they're starting to get their windows back. <laughs> you know, they're what starting I mean? to get more inventory too. Yeah. So, exactly. so the um, all the supply shortages are starting to improve. Lumber prices have definitely improved. Right. And um, but it, it does seem like the builders are starting to offer a little bit more inventory as well. I have noticed that. Yeah. So we get we get me you and I both get tons of emails from you know from the various builders that we have here saying, hey guys. We have three or four homes that are back on the market, or we have a little bit of inventory. And when you when you hear inventory, you're like wow, that's great. Pay attention. <laughs> Pay attention. Exactly. <laughs> Maybe there we have a buyer that you know felt discouraged a few months ago. We'll be able to purchase a brand new home. Yes, indeed. All right. You have anything else to add, bro? Man, that's it. Why don't you wrap it up for us? All right. We want to hear from you guys now. Uh, You can reach us on our Moving to Florida show hotline by dropping a voicemail or text message to 407-900-5859 or drop us a DM on Facebook or Instagram at Moving to Florida show. And for Twitter, our handle is at Moving to FL show. If you'd like to connect with us, if you have a, any questions or if you need a realtor in Florida, you can reach us at moving to Florida show at gmail.com. Be sure to subscribe to the show if you like our content so that it would automatically download to your device and get you one step closer to moving to Florida. Mm-hmm.